warning, this show uses explicit language and adult topics. And just in case you needed the reminder, you are about to hear a comedy show, or at least an attempt at one. So without further ado and further introductions, let's get disappointing. Well, if you don't like my show, don't curse your radio, you know that no one likes my company anyway. But if you listen closely and talk intelligently, then maybe you can be a disappointment. Today's first culture shock is hopefully going to put you in the mood of uh, sexiness. Why? Because this is a damn sexy episode. Because we talk about Ferraris, which is a damn sexy car. We talk about being strippers, which is a damn sexy profession. And I get to interview two sexy ladies, my girlfriend, Mrs. Disappointment, and Angelina. So please enjoy... Uh, the first song, which I'm about to introduce, I'm hesitant because it's for a joke, but it's also a damn good song. So if you don't like it, just like these curtains, roll up your goddamn pant legs. Um, (laughs) so this sentence and this song that this sentence is modeled after, um, I'm playing this for the first Culture Shock for the episode because I think Abby and Angelina have probably heard their fair share of this sentence in different ways more than one so i figured why not play it as the first culture shock so please enjoy one of my absolute favorite songs of all time by ninja sex party except my shaft and we'll be back after this Once you are 
episode teaches you anything i think it shows that we can be silly with sex and we can have uh comfortable talks about strippers and sex workers and things like that so please enjoy another ninja sex party song because i think that they will introduce the vibe of this show better than anyone please enjoy another one of my fucking favorites that oh i'm sure abby and angelina had to had to deal with many acronyms in their life but i don't think anyone has ever said hey by the way baby fyi i want to f your a so this is the name of that song fyi i want to f your a by ninja sex parties strawberries and cream please enjoy Yeah. 
the disappointing radio show. <laughs> I thought I'd try to do a sexy voice because I have female guests today, and usually I don't have a lot of female guests. The last time I had a lot of female guests was when I had Chloe and Abby. And if you haven't listened to that episode, you are right because there is a lot of weird shit that goes on. There's a lot of like uh, narrating cocks as mics. That's my favorite part. Um, is this thing on? So. I guess that ends my little ramble. And chair one is now. Yeah. Oh, is this recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it so much? Is it so much good to jump into it no, when they're not ready? Said yeah. Go. Exactly. You're not supposed to say go. You got to get them off guard. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> if we prepared, it wouldn't be disappointing. Hey, see. <laughs> Math test anxiety over here. Oh god! Oh god! Why. Did not study pop quiz. Start now. <laughs> Name is. So I'm Angelina. Thank you. And then chair two. Abby. And this is the show. And then we just talk like normal. Nothing's different. You can say whatever you'd like. Um, <laughs> but isn't that funny? You just jump right into the show because that's how it should be. Normal conversation. Normal people talking. And I and I try to bring in people that I have met along the journey of my life that I have highlighted as people of interest in terms of I think they're either going to succeed or they're just really funny or they hold good conversation. And you always were there for me in college when we were friends. Like just to talk and like that's why you're on the show so at least it's one time in a bottle on a fucking mb3 on spotify forever Shroop. thanks for coming <laughs> on you matter you're an old friend of mine and i am glad you took the drive to be here and meet abby for the first time you know it's what I mean? nice to catch up and i've heard so much about her i was like i gotta meet this chick <laughs> um oh god so like i guess i'll just jump right into it you can answer this as you would like so i don't have to be like you're a stripper <laughs> Because it'll be in the bio, but, like, you work two jobs? Yeah, so I work for a supercar company. So during the day, I work on a lot of Lambos and Ferraris. I do a lot of the wraps and the PPF, which is, like, a clear coat or a clear piece of plastic that you put over the top of something so it doesn't get chips from rocks. So, like, a lot of people put those on their really nice cars. You get in a lot of trunks. I do. My <laughs> boss thinks it's hilarious because you can fit me inside the trunk of a Lambo on like Aventadors and Huracans or in the front of the car and the engines in the back. So the trunk's this like tiny non-existent thing. You always thing. part of your story like every other fucking week. It's just like you in a fucking mini ass <laughs> trunk and I'm like, what do you do? Their favorite, <laughs> their favorite Do you things. come with the car? What, what's happening? People fucking wish. <laughs> no, they like to shove me in the trunk and see if I fit. So that's funny as a motherfucker. Um, damn. So like, are you mechanically savvy to where you could like repair an engine or like change an oil brakes, bullshit like that? Because I can't. Abby's here for that exact reason. She's my <laughs> little mechanic to be. Like, I can't do goddamn jack shit. Like when we were in Florida together, her fucking stepdad was like, "Are you good with trucks?" And he yelled it because he was old. I love him, but he just couldn't hear with a damn. And I was like, no. He was like, what? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, are you good with computers like Logan? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, hmm. And he just Shook his head. sauntered off. And I was like, nailed that interview. Fucking killed that. Walking away with five stars out of a hundred. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I think it's a big male role that you have to know how to fix cars. Is it a male role? I, I think that a can lot of people... Can you fix cars? I can to a certain extent. I can change... More than me? Yes. Now, if you're talking about like... So are you more that, manly yes. than me? Now For I feel, sure. Now I feel feminine. <laughs> Don't you fucking shake your head on, on the bed, Abigail. Honey. You know. <laughs> um, but like... It's different, so like... It, it just never interested me. 
It, just it never... doesn't have to. I think that, that like, a lot of people, yeah. though, as it, like, especially a lot of older people who, like, built their own house, do their own electronics, and they're don't really ever into... hire... Yeah. They're really into fixing their own shit, mainly because they don't want to pay somebody else. But right. then they look at their kids and they're like, they're the people that they date and their kids and they're like, you better know how to do this too. It's like an expectation that's unfairly placed upon you. The only argument I have against it is like, the time you don't take to learn to fix car shit, you can learn other skills. Because really in the yeah. world, depending on where you are, what's important. Like if you live in New York, I can't imagine you know how to do car stuff. Because you may not even have a license. You know what I mean? So like, I guess... Different skills for different places? No, oh, that totally makes sense. I learned because my dad wanted a boy. <laughs> Sadly, he got married. That hits home. And he's like, oh no. It wasn't planned in any way. <laughs> Fucking same. My you're parents me, were like, well, wait, it's a surprise. And then I'm they found a, out it was me. And I'm like, a fuck. birth control antibiotic defective baby. <laughs> my mom was I'm on antibiotics. She was 36. She didn't want any more kids. Didn't think she probably could have kids. And then, boop, here I am. In other words, she was a goddamn it. <laughs> and my mom but goddamn it, I'm happier here. I'm the most spoiled one out of all three of my sons. Maybe that's Ooh, why. Because you're the baby. <laughs> the baby. Um, also, I know how to stomp my foot. She's my Very baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I think I've given you a good representation that you know car stuff. So now to stripper questions. <laughs> so what's your other job? Um, to what you can talk about it. I get like some things may may or may not be able to like, because some places are like, don't say our business. But I'm like, oh, hey man, fuck off. <laughs> Free advertising. I don't have to tell you. I plug the shit out of a lot of television shows and no, no one's knocking at my door like, stop telling them to watch our television. <laughs> no, we don't have anything like that. Like it's not in my contracts that I can't speak about my job. There's okay. ever anything that I do at my job, anything I say, anything that goes on, we're allowed to talk about. Nobody's okay. told me otherwise. So I so. got good questions to ease you into it because I gave you some prep time, but that's not the order they're coming in. So first, how was your first day on the job? What happened your first day of stripping? First day, I went in with my sister and I was expecting her to stay with me and kind of show me the ropes and train me. She handed me off to a boss, and then, um... <laughs> like a fucking pimp. Take my whore. <laughs> he, like, we got a couple different managers, and so she handed me off to one of them, and she was like, here, like, show her around. And when I came back out, this bitch had disappeared. Like, four minutes went by, you left, and she was like, where the money at? And she fucking got paid, and was like, bye. No, like, she... Uh, she straight up, never clocked on, and just fucking left me. So I was expecting to have a really bad day. She's like, you can day. work, I'm not gonna work. She's like, bye, bitch, like, you're on your own. I'm working tomorrow. So... Uh, surprisingly, I made about, I think it was making close to five to $600 in my first day. People were really nice. People were really welcoming. I was expecting a different environment. Right. Um, they didn't audition. They don't audition at my club. Either you're good at it or you're not is kind of their motto. So either okay. you're going to make enough money that they want to keep you. It's kind of like music. Yeah. Or you're going to be so you're bad. You're entertaining or get the fuck out. <laughs> well, no, no, no. We won't kick you out. The thing is, is if you can't make money, you will leave on your own. That's well, yeah, our money. So, like, yeah, you're just spinning. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But. Um, okay. So you're handed off to this pit boss. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do your first day? Like, are you, you know, some girls wait tables. Not everyone I saw wait tables, like, danced on a pole mm -hmm. fucking in front of everybody. So I didn't know if like you were right to the stage or 
Maybe you were like, I'm going to fucking, you know, just hang out. <laughs> you apply for whatever job you want. If you want to be a bartender, you apply as a bartender. You want to be a waitress, you apply as a waitress. If you want to be a dancer, you apply as a dancer. You can double up and do one both. or the other, but you can't do both in one night, typically, Ew. because they don't want customers getting confused, thinking that a bartender can, can leave you, her station to go Who can you dance. request? Yeah. yeah. That was so. confusing as fuck for me, because I was like, who do you... I was so bad, because I was like... When I went to the strip club, the only time I went, I was like, how do you, um, like, order people? You just walk <laughs> Where's up the to menu girls? of, like, hey, are you for sale right now? <laughs> are you, is your time available for purchase? I Ours guess. is really clear, because the waitresses and the bartenders wear, like, kind of like club clothes. Okay. But then, like, girls that are strippers are always wearing, like, lingerie. Like, there is a complete night and day difference. Right. So, it's a lot easier to tell, and then usually they have on a name tag if they're working there. Has anything bad ever happened at a strip club that you were at? Like, a guy get out of hand, and, like, cops come, or, like... All the time. People get into <laughs> fights consistently. Because it, it's Why? not like the dan- Well, the dancers get into fights, but we normally do it backstage. But, like, a lot of the guys get into fights, because it's, like... It's one of those... Like, boyfriends come in, exes come in, guys come in, and they're like, no, like, I can drink more than you. And then too much alcohol, too much testosterone. Bro, there's tits out. I could definitely handle more booze that's, than you right now. Yeah. My dick, my, my dick blood will keep me pumping through this night. Don't you worry. Hand me another beer. <laughs> they just, they, they get out of hand. They get loud. They get aggressive. And so guys get kicked out a lot. There's a lot of guy fights. So we get a lot of um, cops called because of those reasons. I've personally had, like, customers try and get too handsy. But I handle it pretty decently. They don't really. Right. Like, I had a guy one time, he was trying to get too handsy, and I tried to tell him no. I respectfully told him no once or twice, and by the third time, I was just getting pissy. So he stood up real quick, and I was sitting on his lap, so I fell back on the fucking floor. Yo, Mike! And, and like, a 7'5 black dude's like, what up? (laughs) What a problem. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, we have bouncers all over, and so they, like, if you're causing issues, it's it's pretty safe, but, like... It's it's typical club stuff. Like people get into fights, cops called. People get too drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say the girls fight the most. That's that's what's really scary because we that's don't funny. fight up front. We're sweet and cute up Mine front was, and back where we throw oh. hands. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mine was my my boyfriend at the time was supposed to be at work and I was going shopping because I had the day off, and I drove past the strip club where the windows are you can see right through them. That's weird. Mostly. That is weird. I feel yeah. like you're just sitting in your I car. I thought, like, it's porn stops and, like, Ashley Madison's and stuff like that. It all has to be, like, you can't look in because maybe a kid's going to be like, Wowee, Mom, what's nope. that? Nope. It, you mostly see right through them. Like, oh, Jesus. Well, Florida. I walked past Florida. there, and I saw my Everything's ex sitting in a chair with a stripper on him, and I, I came in there like a bat out of hell, and I ripped her fucking hair out. <laughs> I... <laughs> Dude, it's not our fault. I'm just um, trying to make my job work. Well, no, she she stood up and was like, who the fuck's this bitch? And I was like, you're oh, fixing yeah, to find no. out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's on her then. I've had girls, though, I've watched a girl come in, and because another girl was working there, and it was her boyfriend's ex, came in and ripped her off fucking stage. Broke her clavicle, dislocated her shoulder. We, my family, we have this... We like to call it retard strength. Jesus, Murphy. We talked about this. You have to replace the word retarded or retard with Cajun. So we have this Cajun <laughs> Because people thing. who are retarded are intelligent. If you're trying to say someone who's dumb, 
say, are you Cajun? That's quoted to Tom Segura. That is not my joke. But we're going to implement it because we are going to be nicer to people with mental disability. We're, we're promoting good shit on this show. I don't give a shit. We, we, we do not look like we would be the ones to have, like, strength. Okay. But it's, like, more of an adrenaline anxiety thing and just blackout. Compact strength, just there. I, you know those, you know those um, titanium, like, uh, tumbler cups? Yeah. Yeah. I got in a fight with a girl at high, in high school one time, and I just started bludgeoning her head with what it. What the fuck? Like, she, but wait, she fucked with me. She pulled my hair, and my hair is too fucking expensive to be pulling on. On this episode and of Abby's a Murderer. I just had, I, I think I was fixing to be. Because I had to quit, and she was knocked out, and I was like, <laughs> and she was my best friend at the time, and this was our junior year, last day of junior year. So then first day of senior year, she started fucking with me. So I brought that cup with me. Bam, 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 bam. I shook it to her and I was like, you want another one? Bitch, I'll give you one. <laughs> Round two. It had sweet tea in it too. I fucking slung sweet tea and ice everywhere. I lost making my a, cap. Making a goddamn mess is what you're doing. <laughs> my mom was just happy. I'd be your ass and she didn't get a fucking str- scratch on me. I don't think I ever really got into a fight. Because my mom treats really? me like a porcelain doll. No, I'm a, well, I'm a pacifist, so like... I got hit once. I got knocked the fuck out. By who? Dog. Some ginger fuck at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely have told you this story. You definitely did the same thing. I'll tell it again. God damn it. So, at the time, I was trying to be with this girl who at the time was just banging this ginger-haired fuck at the time. And he... I was just walking. I didn't remember who I was talking to at the time. Just walking in high school. And he rounds this corner and he's like, Stay away from Hannah! But I didn't really hear it because I wasn't really paying attention. So I was like, what? And I just said that. And he, bam, right there in the fucking temple. And I go down. I didn't remember who I was walking with. They just kept walking. And I'm there for like seven minutes. And nobody picks me up until this guy with Asperger's is like, Brighton, do you need some help? And I'm like, yes, Joseph, please. And he just fucking yanks me up. And I'm like, rawr, rawr. and I swear to God, I almost barf. Oh, um, my God. But yeah. Is that in high school? Yeah. During an ag ball tournament, of all things. A fucking tournament for kids in only ag class that play basketball. So everybody's taking the court in fucking boots and jeans, oh making a God. click clank and being like, "Bailey, pass me the ball. I'm gonna do a layup." And it's like it's pronounced lay up. <laughs> oh, did that one get you, Abby? Because it sounds like all my friends back home. Because they all sound the same. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a best friend Florida. named Cletus. Mm. Fucking wife. Furthers the point. <laughs> um, damn. So, like, what's your most interesting thing you've seen at a strip club? Because the one at Diamonds, when I went the one time, had a shower room. I was like, damn, that's fucking wild. You can watch somebody shower. That's cool. So, like, have you ever seen, like... So, I know, like, one of my friends, Hoover, who I interviewed for the show, um, he sometimes wrestles midgets in pudding. Mm-hmm. So, like... <laughs> It's just, God damn it. (laughs) Small men and women, I don't give a fuck. I'm not being mean to them. They're part of the bit. They're getting paid for the show. They're wrestling in the pudding, and they probably get probably more. Because Hoover's just there to wrestle. You know what I mean? Why pudding? Why not pudding? Could be completely different. What would you wrestle midgets in? What? I feel like it'd be harder to make a fucking You're going to slip more. You got to wrestle. you gotta refrigerate that shit, though. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, that could... Uh, 
It could be liquid. You gotta get the jello to solidify. That'd be hard. That'd yeah, be at some point, it's just gonna be colored. It's just gonna be different colored pools of fucking jello. <laughs> just all the yeah, one. Yeah, go level. buy the jello cup. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fucking laugh at the sound. Don't you break your fucking silence. Abby likes the sound I make because I guess I'll bottle this little thing. In Futurama, there is a scene twice where it's the same sound. Once where the whale is barfing and it's like, get the fucking watch. And it's like, <laughs> and the second time is when this two headed goat that barfs out of one end and diarrhea is out of the other. They're feeling the, full in this pool so they can swim in it because whoever got to a million twit followers at the time of the episode, that's what it was called. Um, twit is funny. <laughs> they had to swim in it. And the fucking the whole time it's just filling the pool. It's just like, <laughs> and every time I do it, it just triggers Abby into this fucking laugh, laugh feet. I'll be anywhere, and I'll just whisper it like, she'll be like, <laughs> like just fucking flare up. I love those cute couple. How are you doing? Right there? Fucking giggle box. <laughs> No, the best thing was when we were getting our wax hands done. That was like, oh, Brian, your breath smells like. Oh my god! So (laughs) it's a line. It's a line from Sunny, because Frank, he's talking to Deandra, and everybody throughout the episode had told her at some point, like, oh, D, your breath is terrible. And at some point, at the very end of it, Frank's like talking to her, and he goes, oh, Deandra, your breath smells like dog shit. And just, I love that fucking line. So we're sitting there getting these fucking hands, and Abby just leans in like. Deandra, your breath smells like dog shit. Nailing the impression as a female. And I'm like, oh my god. He goes to pull Because it's hot wax, you bitch. What do you mean? What the fuck? Clearly I, she was trying to be kinky. I like how they put, like, they take both hands with cocoa butter. Like, yeah, that's the other thing. They're like, hold hands how you want it. It's like, okay. And then they just fucking cocoa butter the fuck up. And they're like, come here. And it's like, fucking lotion first. And it's like, oh. And I'm so short, so I'm like, me. me. I was like, like, buy me dinner first. Get under the nails. And the fucking 18-year-old behind the counter was like. Yeah, every there was three kids working. And two of them were nailing it. And the third one was not. He was just <laughs> And he was the kid it. that we got. And I was like, fuck. I was like, like, Abby, we have like a 66% kid. chance not to get a fucked hard. And we got a fucked hard. <laughs> And he, I'm sure he was trying his best, but um, but you know what? We got him for free. They melted stole him. in the truck on the But they also smushed a little bit, and they leaked a little bit of liquid uh, wax at some point on something that I gave a shit about. So, like, fuck them. <laughs> I paid to get in your goddamn museum. Can we Suck get my another cock. one? I think it would be we'll cool to pay for a private one where you could do, like, a foot. I don't think you could do a cock. You Why can do those molds at home. You could do... Oh, <laughs> that's true. They do the, the fucking self-kits where you can, like, shove your dick mm-hmm. in a fucking... Have you seen the ones where you put, fill your vagina I full of fucking... No. Bowl, sounds like safe molding, and then you pull it out, and it becomes a... You nail uh, it in, and then they give you a is. fucking... It sounds awful. There's, yeah, and I was like, there's no way it doesn't look like a fucking something a four-year-old made out of Play-Doh. There's a, that to a doctor. It's like Castle. There's a place... That will mold your butthole and make them um, use the mold to make chocolates out of it. Huh. So you can have chocolate buttholes. You're telling me this. People are weird. I was going to do it for Valentine's Day. But... <laughs> Oof. <laughs> There's a big right. <laughs> um, so let me ask you this as being in your profession. What? Because I don't even think I. Jesus Christ. You, I'm glad you found the photo for us, Abby. For everybody at home to see the picture that they don't get to it's see. It's called a, Edible Anus. Oh, God. <laughs> Make sure you Google that first. Every anus is edible if you're brave enough. <laughs> I Abby's face is like, Ugh. One of our friends 
slash potential roommates may or may not love eating ass. And we just love that fucking joke of like, woo, you know, your breast smells like dog shit. And sometimes he'll be just be like, I was eating a fucking ass. And I was like, whoa, this guy. Like, I just escalated quickly. I've never understood that spectrum of like booty eating. Dave tried to pitch it in their, in his new show. No. I kind of got it because of the setting they built for it. It was funny as fuck because like she was like, come, come home. I have something I want to show you. And she was in a robe. And led him to the garage where she had a fucking table. It was a cloth and then she revealed it and there was a fucking hole in it. Because she was like, I saw that you were looking up milking porn. And I thought you would maybe like to see like a fucking milking table and have me milk you. And the whole episode was this feud about like, oh, should I eat her ass or not? Like he was asking his friends. Because he like, Lil Dicky's a rapper obviously. So like in the fucking show, he's talking about it and he's going on like, oh... You know, like, uh, you know, as we were, like, in a lyric. And she hears it, and she's like, eat my ass. And he's like, what? He's like, oh, I don't want to do that. And she's like, well, you rapped about it. And he's like, well, that's more for the fans. <laughs> like, he was trying to explain, but she's like, well. So he's debating between all of his friends. And eventually, as she's like, he's like, you really want to milk me? He's like, moved by it so much. He's like, get on that fucking table. I'm going to eat your ass. And she gets on the table, and he goes to eat her ass. And he gets inches away. Then the roommate fucking garage door ups. And he's like, I'm going to come back. Because he's just sitting there in his car waiting to pull it. He's like... Just sad. He's nope. seeing, <laughs> seeing what he's seeing. She's like, he's just there ready to. It looks like he's about to eat shit. Honestly, like I don't know, fucking. <laughs> but like, I just, I don't get it. I just. <sighs> Abby's like, I don't know what you're talking. I don't know why you're talking so much about eating ass. I have, it's, it's it's one of those things that like, I think most shows are too scared to talk about. In this show, I have done nothing but try to prove any topic Some is mentionable. Some things you just shouldn't talk about. <laughs> Maybe ass-eating is one of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> we gonna make you a list. Have you ever made any friends of, like, customers? Yeah, all the time. Okay. Because, so. like, I feel like it's... I feel like some people can't do the takeaway. Like, in, when you're a broad day, though, and they're like... You're a person. Like, some guys are fucking assholes, and they're like, no. you're a stripper always. It's like, no. I have a I'm rule. I'm a stripper on the stage. That's a man. I have a it's rule Jeffrey with my Star. customers. If you treat me like a, if you treat me like a stripper, I'll treat you like a customer. You treat me like a person, then I'll treat you like a person. That's okay. how that works. And so, like, you know, if you're going to be a dick to me, or you just want the dance, or you just want to see me on stage, then it is what it is. I don't really care. But if you sit down and talk with me and have an actual conversation with me, then like I'm gonna person. yeah, then I'm gonna talk back to you. I'm gonna tell you things about like me. That's nice. I feel like I feel like the biggest thing that blows anybody away that's ever in the history of ever been to a strip club is like when they ask a stripper like, "Do you have a boyfriend?" Most of the time, yes. And I think that blows everybody away. They're like, all of the time, yes. What? Being telling your dumbass. Yeah, like what? Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like you don't. I'll be fucking out there. Waiting, it's like, oh, Jesus, Murphy. Even if I didn't, I would so lie and go like, yeah. No, dude, you tell people that you don't have a boyfriend because the moment they find out you do, they get so upset because the fantasy is, is you're their one and only. You're spending special time and special attention with them. The hooker with the heart of gold. I know. It's so much easier to rob them fucking blind. It's just, it's one of those things that, like, they want to believe that they're special. And so if you go, no, I go home to another person, then they just get... They shut down. They don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, come back to me later when you've done You ruined the fantasy. Yeah, kind of. I'll get drunker and forget you have a boyfriend. <laughs> Pretty much. 
So, like, we, everybody lies. We'll tell people that we're lesbian. We'll be like, that stripper's my girlfriend. Like, we've all got backstories. Yeah. We've all been single for six years See, because somebody thing, broke like, my heart. Being a stripper, I think, trains you to be good at improv. On the spot. You read it from them. Like, no. what do they want? And then you... No. <laughs> we have... There's, like, eventually you peg down what kind of guys there are. And I feel like you come up with a story... And you have to stick to that story because no matter what, if you keep changing the story, customers talk just as much as dancers do. Other dancers okay. will rat you out. Other okay. dancers will tell people about things that aren't true. Other customers will tell people things that aren't true. So you got to pick a story and you got to stick to it. You got to decide what kind of dancer you want to be because there's a clientele for you. And if this guy is not for you, then you faking it's not going to do anything for you in the long run. Right. You find people that are going to like the person that you've created, whoever that is. So you think some is. people can see through it? Oh, a lot of people can see through it. Because okay. I'm sure some strippers try to, you know, switch gears as soon as they, as soon as they, as soon as they, like, see what they want to fucking, like, you know, see out of a stripper. They're like, oh, I want a fucking girl. They're like, oh, I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Let me see if my deception check passes this role. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a fucking D&D check. My thing is, like, any guy that comes in there that is worth me talking to and wasting my time like that is always going to be the guy that's the businessman. He's smart. He's intelligent. He has money because he's made it with a legitimate job. So if you're a customer and you come in there and, like, I know that I can trick the hell out of you... It typically tells me, like, you've been deceived a lot in life, you <laughs> might not have gotten as far, you might not be as wealthy. Yeah. So I tend to, like, I tend to come up with an honest front or, a, like, you know, a personality that I created and I give the same personality to everybody. Because those very intelligent, smart businessmen that can tell when you're bullshitting is the people that I want to appeal to because those are the people with a fuck ton of money. Especially when you go to other cities. When you go to places like I go to uh, Miami, I go to Boca, I go over to Myrtle Beach. Like, those guys are the guys with a fuck ton of money, and they're very, very smart. It's hard to pull stuff over people, believe it or not. Hmm. Not so much in Ohio. <laughs> I would just think people are dumber when it comes to just horniness. I think there's just something about somebody when they're just fucking, you know, under the heat lamp of needing it. I guess that's a clean way to put that. Or if you're a cat in heat or under some degree of fucking, like, I just fucking want to come. At some point, I feel like you give up and you start, you put blinders on because you're just trying to get, but you're like, I need to. At some point, like, you're you're here. And the blinders are way wide, but then they get smaller and smaller. And at some point, you're like, all I can see is my next come. <laughs> like, at some point, because not everybody's like that. But oh, the yeah. people that are, I feel like, I guess I don't know where I'm going. They don't want to talk. Those are the people that want to throw money on stage. They want you to dance. They don't give a fuck about your name. Those <laughs> are the people that are like, you, you're hot. Come with me. <laughs> That's it. Like, they don't yeah. want to speak with you, which is why I said, like, you know, the people that I'm talking to. No. Okay. They, Do you like to know your client? I like people that tend to talk more because if you can talk more, it means A, less work I have to fucking do. Yeah. And B, it often means that, again, like, I you tend to have more money. You tend to want to blow more money. You tend to be one of those people that like, I've been sitting here for 20 minutes and they'll hand you a hundred dollars and be like, thank you for your time. <laughs> like I've had people do that. I have just, just some people are lonely. Some people, a lot of people this are a company and they're like, you know what? If I'm going to pay for company, that company is going to have her titties out. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like me and Abby once watched the show called Nathan for you. And it was very interesting because at the very end, like, 
every episode was like 20 minutes. But the last episode was like an hour 45. We didn't even notice until we like, were like, why does this feel like it's long? And it was this whole little mini documentary about the dude finding this girl he liked. But she was like, what was she? Her title? Like an escort or... The girl that Nathan, like, fell in love with at the fucking... Oh, yeah, she was an escort. Is that what, like... What show? I can't... It's called Nathan for You. And he's like... Oh. Imagine my old roommate Lane as an adult. It's <laughs> just not as funny. An just awkward as, adult. Just stayed not as hilarious. And fucking... Even grayer. Like, gray suits, gray personality, everything's gray. And he just, like, helps businesses improve their shit with really weird ideas. Like, he was like, all right, this coffee shop's, like, failing. Because Starbucks is everywhere, and it's like a mom and pop, so what do we do? We're going to call it not Starbucks, and it fucking saved the business. And it was actually, like, like he actually helps these businesses, but, like, sometimes they fuck with them, and it's funny. And, like, it's just, it's weird. And he finds this love of an escort, and, like, I've never understood the whole government stance against sex workers. Tell it's a, it's a right to your body. At what point do you get to say what you really want to do with it? And I get there are restrictions to some things, but, like, everybody wants to come. Why are you trying to be assholes about it? Some people just... And I, and I plea for the nerd in the basement with no social skills because they're just better at other things, but they just didn't take the time to nail it with girls. They are just not as good with, you know, at-the-bar conversations, small talk, pillow talk, getting the, getting the right things out to score, essentially, in the single world. Now, it's very different if you have a lover and someone you gave a shit about, insert Abby... <laughs> but Mrs. Disappointment, as I call her sometimes on the show when I first started. Um, isn't that cute? <laughs> and, like, I, those guys, I guess I really don't see the harm of, like, if they have money, all right, if they want to fucking, if there's a fucking, like, actual business that you can hire a chick and come and fuck her and she's clean, what is wrong with that? I don't, I really don't see what, if you're not religious, what the fuck what is standing in the way of that being all right, I guess? Because I'm not trying to say, like, we should just whore everybody out. But some girls like sex, and you that's fine. It, some yeah. girls enjoy it, and they would like to do it for money. And I get it. And I'm not here to slut-shame anybody. I think that's wrong to do. But, like, at one point, are we letting the government say what you can and cannot do with your dick? And while, yes, you, we should say, don't fuck that dog or that kid, you should definitely be like, hey, these girls can do whatever they want. These guys can do whatever they want because... At the end of the day, no one's really hurting anybody. Well, it's because we're making a lot of money. It's a lot of it's money they can't many dollars. money they can't touch. Maybe that's it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like as a dancer, like I didn't file taxes this year. I, I don't. <laughs> they don't have my hours. I'm yeah, considered finder, finder. <laughs> here, here, the show. <laughs> but like, the, I don't. I don't file for things like that. So like, I got hired one day, and that's it. I don't get W twos or anything like that. So right. I make. On a Saturday, my average in state of Ohio is $1,000. Out of state, on somewhere... On one with, Saturday? On one Saturday. At the end of a oh weekend... Oh, my God. At the end of a weekend, if I don't make three grand in Ohio, I am mad. At the end of a weekend... You in sound my, like Nolan. He just is a money man. He just works two jobs. He's like, I haven't made by the end of the weekend like a couple grand. I'm pissed. And I'm like... I'm half naked on a pole dance! I don't I'm make pissed. a grand in a month! What is happening? No, so, like, if I make anything less than six grand in a weekend in Miami on, like, on season, I'm mad because Jeez. this is how this fucking is. But the thing is, is, like, the government gets none of that. They don't get to tax me. They don't get to take any of that money. So if they're mad, things like the stimulus check that's going around, I'm not allowed to receive that because as a sex worker, I you're put paychecks the same. Yeah. But, but, like, here's the other thing. Now that, like, all this stuff is closed, 
now all this stuff is closed. You're really restricted <laughs> to, to, like, cyber stuff. You know what I mean? If you're trying to keep that spectrum of, like, sex entertainment or whatever. And, like, I think that's bullshit that you have to, like, be cornered into, like, an online room and say, this is where this should happen. Because, okay, there's... People watch everything. Everything's entertainment. People go see horse shows live. Why can't you see some fucking banging live? Like, I've never understood the takeaway of, like, why we're so shitty to the sex world other than religious reasons. I, I don't get it at all. And I just didn't know if you maybe are like, well, maybe this. It's religious reasons for a big part of it, but a lot of other things are like, I have a lot of customers that are uncomfortable with their sexuality. Like, I'm more comfortable talking about sex than they are. Right. The idea of saying certain words or phrases or things, like, they want you to say it, but they don't know how to approach it. It's right. that nerd in the basement that doesn't know how to ask the for what he wants. So the only problem is, is like, those people that see things like that publicly, like, if you had... If it was, like, scrolling through your Facebook and you could see that as entertainment just like you could any other horse video, then it makes people uncomfortable. Right. Quite frankly, it'd make me a little uncomfortable. Seeing that and knowing my grandma saw the same shit, like, 20 minutes ago. Yeah, that's true. I guess. That's true. So, like, if I want to see it, I search it. Like, everybody should, like, you search it. You want to see something specific, fucking search it. Yeah, and you'll find it. it, But, like, it just feels, it pisses me off that, like, we build up some communities to be so grand and large and in the daylight and look at me and then even though some communities are important to people and mean a lot to some people they're fucking in the shadows at night and fucking don't look to me and like taboo and I rate it R and like or maybe that's just what makes that person happy maybe you're fine with making birdhouses and maybe Becky down the street's fine with gardening and maybe Tom down the fucking way likes to meet up with gay guys and just eat each other's butts out it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it's what makes them happy. <laughs> Some people like it. A lot of people like the secrecy. It's the taboo-ness that makes stripping a lot of fucking fun. It's a lot of, like, you know, like, sh- like people don't stripper. know. People, like, yeah, they glorify that. It's so, like, some people want to be out there. Some people want the social media. Shit, we gotta attention. erase everything. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> You'd be surprised. I know a number of girls that have deleted all their social media with their real names. Like, right. I have a dancer page, and so, like, that's just... But the thing is, a lot um, of girls delete everything else. This is a good question, too, before I forget. Because I'm trying to get all the stripper questions in the first bit so yeah. I can fucking digress into other things in the second bit. But, like, do you have a fake name that you use? Danny. Danny? It's short for Danica. So my dancer name is Danica, and then my customers who are my regulars call me Danny. So on stage, depending on who the DJ is, who I'm friends with, it depends on what you call me. So that's how you tell when you're a customer of mine and you're a person that I don't know. Or you're, like, a friend of mine at the club, and, like, you know, it makes them feel special. Like, my name's Danica, but you can call me Danny. Like, <laughs> people fucking love... Then they're like, oh my god, I'm special. She's got I a get nickname. That name. I gotta remember that. Right, I gotta get a tattoo of Danny right there. <laughs> Can't forget. <laughs> that's funny as fuck. Damn, what well, if you were ended up ever being a stripper? Not that you're thinking about it, but like, what would your stripper name be? <laughs> she said, "Damn it!" I have, I've never thought about a fake name. Well, I've always thought about it, but I've never really actually. Decided. Do you have to pick like a real name? Some clubs, yes. I've gone to clubs like in Myrtle Beach. I go to a club called the Dollhouse, and the Dollhouse is like. It's formal dresses. You do not walk around in lingerie. You walk around in a ball gown with your hair done. You, they decide your lipstick color, the dress that yep. you're wearing, the tattoos you're saying, that you yeah, show. Have you been? I've heard of it, yeah. Oh, no, it's I a, don't care. If you've it's been, big in Marine. That would be amazing. It's the biggest club, and it is probably one of the most well-known clubs. It's one of the hardest to get hired at, though. I'm not yeah. going to lie. 
Um, so it's one of those places that, like, you have to have a real name. You can't have something like Bambi. Okay. Cupcake. Sprinkles. You I was going to say, I was like... like I don't like that anyways. I don't know why. I feel like it's played out. Um, I know. It's too much. But the girl, like... Candy. Here in Ohio, Please you can candy. have shit like that. <laughs> Lollipop. Yeah. Uh, baby Jesus. girl. <laughs> baby doll. Oof. Gross. I'm throwing up. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, if I was a male stripper... I guess, do male strippers really give a shit about anything? <laughs> um, I don't, I've never really met a lot, I mean, we had the mask in Ohio, but, like, I don't really know a lot of male strippers. A lot of guys, there's I not a lot of places here. I can't imagine. Fine. I if can't. that's Josh, can I go say hi to embarrass him? <laughs> I just want to torment him. Oh, God. So bad. Maybe this is a good stop. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Let me go on a rant. Oh, God. Maybe we'll take a break and we'll see what happens. Listen, Bad. this has been the first part of the Disney Radio Show. This is your first culture shock because we did hit the first uh, minute break. <laughs> so we'll come back and we'll do... Usually the bits are 30 minutes. Sometimes they go a little over. So we like, we're six minutes over for this one. Okay. Um, but in chair one, just for a reminder, this has been... Angelina. Yes. And then in chair two... <laughs> Abby. And I'm DJ Disappointment. And we'll be back after this break. Enjoy. Uh... This next culture shock, ladies and gentlemen... This is definitely a shout-out for all the women, let alone the two that uh, came on my show, Abby and Angelina. Um, How do we say this without upsetting every single male listener I have? You guys do realize you don't have to, like, go all the fucking balls-to-the-wall slam pig style for fucking chicks, right? You can have some romanticism in there. You can make it last. You can beat the shit out of her clip for an hour and make sure she feels nice. What is the point of this joke? Women have feelings. (laughs) And because women have feelings, I and Jack Black am here to tell you from Tenacious D's first album, maybe we could all just fuck her gently. Please enjoy this culture shock while we return after this. This is a song for the ladies. But fellas, listen closely. You don't always have to fuck her hard. In fact, sometimes that's not right to do. Sometimes you got to make some love fucking give us some smooches too sometimes you got to squeeze sometimes you got to say please sometimes you got to say i'm gonna fuck you softly i'm gonna screw you gently i'm gonna hump you sweetly i'm gonna ball you discreetly and then you say hey I brought you flowers and then you say wait a minute Sally I think I got something in my teeth could you get it out for me that's fucking teamwork what's your favorite position that's cool with me it's not my favorite but I'll do it for you what's your favorite dish I'm not gonna cook it, but I'll order it from Zanzibar And then I'm gonna love you completely And then I fucking fuck you discreetly And then I fucking bone you completely But then I'm gonna fuck you
hard is what we're trying to say, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you like Tenacious D, I think you'll like this next song because yes, 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 we've been listening to a lot of Ninja Sex Party this show, but this is technically not a Ninja Sex Party song. This is technically a twerp and NSP collaboration. Um, I don't know. I, I think sex should be in everything, in music and comedy, and this is what this show was trying to show you guys, is that you can be comfortable talking about these kinds of subjects. And, as I say that, I think uh, a good joke is, what do the four titties say to the one dick? Disappointment. Just like we did on this show when we had four titties and one dick, and I guess two clamshells if you really want to break it down. But we had six ass cheeks, so who's counting? Um, <laughs> a math sex joke for everybody at home. Um, this is the No Pants Dance by Twerp and Ninja Sex Party. I'm sure there has been a million men sending a million Snapchats to my two lady guests of the evening tonight um, that have always said, hey baby, I like it when you dance with no pants. So why don't we play a song that represents that energy? So please enjoy after this.
dance when you dance like the way that you dance when you dance with your pants off. You have crossed a line with me. I've had guys throw barbecues at me. They broke the windows out of my car. They cursed and sworn at me. But the bottom line is I ain't shook. Cause if the right hook comes out, crazy mother of us like you get knocked out. Don't be looking me in the eyes, boy. I ain't got no candy for you. No candy. Except for the right hook. Let's get back to the show before one of you at home catch one of these crazy right hooks. You crazy mother of us. I'll never right back in. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. I need somebody else to open up this. What's the what's the biggest what? reptile you've ever taken? Biggest reptile? I got a girl that is probably about seventeen foot, and she's about two hundred and something pounds. Mm-hmm. She is enormous. One of the sweetest things ever, though. Like I put my money on her nine times out of ten. I know what she's gonna do every single time she makes a move. She's so predictable. She's got the sweetest personality. Like I'll take her to children's classes and use her as a teaching tool because I'm that confident that I know her and that like she's she's. Pretty well tamed. Right. But I've got multiple that size. I've got a lot of... Um, I dance Remember you had on a one-bearded dragon? I've got when, two. When you lived in the province, and then you got the second one while you lived there. And you were like, hold this. And you put one just on my chest. And I was like... Ugh. I just died inside. I was like... Ugh. I was just fucking freaking out. Like, oh, me God. And back home, I'm like, oh, there's a gator in the yard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just let me manhandle a snake. And it's like, fuck off. Oh, yeah. Like, I've, I've grabbed... Like, I have no fear when it comes to animals. I've grabbed like water so moccasins have by the head. She's protection. Like, She's like my bodyguard. We used to chase each other with water moccasins. I did not do such things. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, so I. You used to chase you around. Played one. hide and seek in the cornfield. Hide and go snake. You put the snake in a boot and there's twelve, and you just keep putting shoes on it. Somebody's gonna be upset. <laughs> I forgot to tell you, that is my other job. I started a reptile company. I'm up to like a hundred and something snakes and up to like 30 different lizards, like monitors, like six foot lizards. And then I probably have probably another 20 or so geckos. Okay. Damn. Yeah. So like I own Taz Exotics. That is my third and final job. I forgot about that. And then potentially something else if your mom, but we don't have to, damn, you're just ready. You're ready for the world. (laughs) I have no free time. <laughs> I have. I have no time to hang out. Is what we're saying. So everybody at home that heard the voice of a stripper today, who is also apparently very versatile in the business world, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let me get to the brain and the background of the person who's on stage now. So like, because I'm trying to make it kind of like an interview, because I guess some people think it's not. Um, People think a lot of different things about my job that just aren't true. And if anybody wants to know, I'll tell you things like not every girl's meant to be a dancer. A lot of people think that it's easy. It's not. You it's can not. hurt yourself. You can. You have to be trained and ready, and you have to kind of, I think, have some kind of motivation. You just can't do it but hate it. You do because you're not going to be. People can see that. You're like, oh. no. <sighs> you have to like your job genuinely. You have to be a people person. You have to understand that this is going to affect your outside life as well. What happens in the club does not always stay in the club. Right. Things like that. Like you're going to have to deal with ridicule and. Um, criticism and be able to accept it well some guys are pigs some guys are assholes some girls are just shameful and come in and make fun of you and there's just nothing you can do but bite your tongue like you've got to be able to do a lot of these things not everybody's it's just nice. yeah not everybody's cut out for the club and that's okay like you're cut out for what you're cut out for but a lot of people have all these assumptions about my job and i love right the opportunity to clear it up that it's not 
Oh, I'll cupcakes and rainbows. Nice. But I'm I mean, also not a prostitute. That's another assumption. Yeah. People think, like, I think there's this stereotype in people's brains also that, like, if you go to a strip club, there's a chance you're going to have sex. Oh, that pisses me off. There's, there's 0% that... chance that you're having sex because that's illegal. Yeah, no. Well, no. <laughs> not, not in a strip club, but, but yeah. like. No, people have sex in the strip clubs all the time. Is that illegal, though? It is illegal. That sucks. A lot of <laughs> I guess I'm, it happens. <laughs> the thing is... But like, I guess if it's, like, consenting adults, it's one thing. You have to decide what kind... Well, no, because you're still getting money. So either way, it's Fuck. considered prostitution. <laughs> but, like, there's just... Like, you gotta decide what kind of dancer you want to be. Like, I have decided a long time ago that there's lines I'm not gonna cross, and that's my own preference. Those are girls that are willing to cross lines. They don't have certain morals. And, like, you know, I have a certain set of morals, and a girl has a different set of morals. Neither one's right or wrong. It's just, you know, she's okay with certain things that I am not. And everybody has a different backstory. Yeah. So, like, a lot of clubs, when you go to other states and other cities, you'll find some of them don't have cameras. Some of them have closed doors. Some of them have a lot of... Like, you got to be able to know how to stand up for yourself, speak up that this is not what I want to happen, or, you know, if you're going to be that kind of girl, then go for it. I don't really... Know what to tell you. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's on you. But yeah. when you when you catch something, yeah, that's the other thing. You don't even know who you're you. fucking, and like, ugh. like strip club sex is random. That's why it's not safe. It's Places nice, that are verified and you know are in the shadows of the world. Like, take the time to take the steps to look into things. Like, are you clean? You can only come in if you're verified as a person with an actual person in the background. And like, that's nice that. Things are set up so you feel a little somewhat safer in the place that you're at. But, like, I think there's a time and place for everything. And, like, it just it fucking irks me that people are like, dude, like, that stripper's looking at me like, we're gonna, I think if I get another dance, we're gonna fuck. And it's like, hey, man. We'll play you with that. Maybe she wants your money. <laughs> and they're like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And it's like, they, she doesn't want your cock. She hasn't seen it. It's in your fucking pants. She's not like, oh, this guy's just attractive with all of his clothes on, man. We don't, like, we don't give a shit. Like, I don't get where that... Half of us are gay. You just don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> no, funny. straight up, half of us are gay. Like, nobody knows it. Some of, most of us are like, like, we have stripper chats. Like, we have a messenger group where it's like 60 plus girls. And all we do all day long is like, fuck men we're all fucking gay like i'd rather fuck you than this random dude who keeps offering me three to five grand like i've had people offer me 10 grand to fuck you gotta decide what kind of girl you're gonna be because this life is so it's so easy to get i just feel like you can make you. that money stripping alone you don't even have to fuck that's the best part is like if you're just good at what you do, I think you can make money doing anything. That's the problem. Is a lot of girls don't want to be good. I like I went through a lot of dislocated bones. I went through a lot of Ooh. falls. I went through a lot of rug burns. I went through a lot of bruising because what I do up on the pole and what I do on the stage is impressive and it's talent. Ugh. But a lot of girls just want to dance around the pole. They just want to sit on the floor and look cute and that's their whole thing. But it's not enough to make the money that, like, you know... If you don't want to put in that effort, you're going to have to put in the effort to get the money somewhere else. I hate That's to ask, this, this is something that popped in my head. Right when we were leaving the strip club, not any other stripper did this, but right as we were leaving, this girl came in and they like dimmed all the lights. She came out. She was a little bit taller and bigger of a chick, but she had like a big ass purple diamond ass plug. And she was the only girl that we saw with an ass plug. And I was like, Huh, I guess I never really thought about that. Like, some girls could choose to wear a plug or not because they're like, I don't want you to see my butthole. But then a piece of me was like, I don't know if I want to see their butthole. <laughs> I, like, 
like fully nude places like it's a big thing to wear butt plugs and then they have like at diamonds they have like laser like the bouncers have laser pointers and they'll like shine it at the diamond (laughs) and like the light bounces across the room and it's the i don't dance fully nude so like that's the weirdest fucking thing to me (laughs) (laughs) that's funny lasers and asses that's why that's why they do that a lot of times like that's one of the reasons that's funny as fuck girls at diamonds wear them i was just like i just and i just i can't see the desire to dance and keep an ass plug in because i feel like you're gonna have to be clenching the whole time no. <laughs> right? no, that's Your not how it feels. Does it for you. All right. Well, I'm proven wrong immediately by two people. I guess. <laughs> Do you really think it was? Like, well, I don't know. Maybe you gotta like just walk a little clench. Eight inch heels clenched. The just kind of a little bit of muscle strength to be like stay in there. How am I gonna do that and flip upside down on a pole? That's why I was confused. I was like, damn, she's just clenching her ass and she's up there, no. talented woman. No. <laughs> I guess I didn't know the physics of ass plug technology well wait then like the girls twerk on stage how do you clench your ass and get your to shake that'd be funny <laughs> Boom! just shoots out at some point you just lose the grip and it like fires out like a rocket that'd be amazing like, no that's how girls do the throwing up cat when they're <coughs> back hunches wow <laughs> um. like i've seen my cat do that when they hairball getting it out that's what some girls some girls do that on stage and it cracks me up. <laughs> sometimes I can't like I don't twerk for anybody often, but like sometimes when I'm just trying to, I I've I caught myself in. doing it. Sometimes I'm like I don't have an ass. So I'll it's ask just her like, to I'll ask Abby to come over and I'm like hanging out and I'll go to like the bathroom and maybe we're watching a movie and I come back and she's just fucking twerking. I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, just practice. There's <laughs> other things I'm because, like, I'm, I'm Get it. more muscle than anything else. I'm pretty, like, compact. Like, when I move, not everything fucking moves, too. <laughs> so, like, when you, um... See, if for you me, my to... tits are the first thing that walks through the door. Who's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, so like, here? Abby's boobs are her first. So there's, like, there's things that you can do. Like, not every girl knows how to twerk. So there's, like, you can learn. We'll teach you how to, like, move the muscles in your legs. So, mm-hmm. like, you can actually move your, like, the muscles back and forth. Kind of, like, like, shakes. Fake, yeah. Kind of. Well, not fake it, but just kind of. Well, no, but, like, instead of trying different to, Different like, wiggle technique. <laughs> yeah, instead of constantly trying to wiggle around, if you've got more muscle than anything, then there's ways that we can teach you to, like, how to control each individual muscle. It's like how girls do that, like, left cheek, right cheek kind of pop thing. Oh, my gosh. I remember trying that so bad. When this, <laughs> that speaker knocker song came out, I was like, you, like... Like, one of the things that girls do is they do this all the time. Yeah. And it's easier with, like, out jeans on. But, like, that's just something that, like, it's, you so, control the I'm muscles. so stiff from ballet because, like, I can feel my ballet teacher. She had a ruler. She'd slap our thighs. Yeah. And if it, <laughs> I'd be breaking a fucking ruler, bitch. If, if, it, if it jiggled, she's like, you're not tight enough. You're not tight enough. And, I mean, we, we'd sit there and we would. Just I love all these physical examples like, that nobody gets to see on the like show because this foot, is a verbal show. It's been like three years, but my foot at one point could touch the floor from how good I could point it. No. I feel like that would destroy your ankles. Yeah, it is. You know I'm, what, though? You were going to be killer in some eight-inch heels, bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I have a bunch of heels back home, but I'm not home. Man. Looks at right. Oh, you know what? We got Hustlers three exits up from work. <laughs> I got you. We t- I took Brighton to Hustlers because he's never been to one. When we were in Florida getting her truck, we were at a fucking 
Adam and Eve store, and that was funny as fuck because there were sex toys everywhere. And we picked and up four porno tapes. Yeah, well, actually... <laughs> They're on the There show. are five... I think there's six, but I think I'm missing one, because I'm not going to lie, Bailey may or may not have taken one to look at. What? I don't remember. That's the Sims 4. Okay, then that's why there is four. So, <clears throat> what I was like, well, we were going through stuff, and everything was really expensive, and yeah. as a couple, you're at some point like, yeah, buy something exciting. <laughs> and we're 50 year olds no because why not be fun you know what I mean like do what you want sweetheart and... I'm a stripper I'm not here to <laughs> okay. yeah I guess I don't know why am I defending myself to a stripper I'll come up super <laughs> terrible um we were going through stuff and as we walk in there's like a like a here to here cut of like an ass pussy like little that torso would, on display in a glass. It would, it would twerk on you. And it's in a glass fucking case, like and there's a circle cut out so you could feel it. But my stupid fucking ass came in, and I'm looking at Abby. I'm like, "Wow, they they let you just shove your dick in it?" She's like, "No, what?" And I was like, "Well, it's just right. It's at height. I don't know." She's like, "But it's for your hand." And I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I don't know why I defaulted." But why is this? I guess I just got excited. That was he one of my put worst. His fingers in. He's like. Oh. oh, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I was like, oh, I'm glad I... But then, like, they had a whole lube section with a lot of toys. It looked used, and I was like, hmm, I, I don't know. Hands. I don't know about this non-usage thing at these stores. <laughs> but, like, so we're talking, and eventually we go... Because um, there were two shops beside each other. I don't even remember which one we bought the DVDs from, but... Uh, I was like, you. here, there's a big clearance section. How about you pick the two funniest that you like, and I'll pick the two funniest that I like. And we just bought four CDs because they were like 20 bucks for we all of them. We showed each One other. Of, and I don't remember who picked what. But again, I've only done this in the earlier shows. But for the stripper episode, I guess is what we'll label Woo! it. Woo! We'll read them all. So the first one is all about ass four. And it's just a shit ton of asses. Like on the fucking case. Like MILF oldies. And then on the back, it's just nothing but like anal and maybe some blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you picked this one. Black Cox Tiny Teens Volume Three. <laughs> the fact, like the there's fact, you have to you have to find the ones that are like. Well, there's been two others. It has to be good, and it's just nothing the but just best big old was, black dicks uh, and these tiny titted little teens. On the all those T alliterations, suck my tits. Chloe, she was like, "Oh, why is Hillary Scott's name so big?" She goes, "She is the tiniest of teens." She is the tiniest of teens. <laughs> Damn it. That's who we did that episode for. Uh, spring Break Cocksucking Contest number eight. What? And just fucking only one chick on the cover. It's just one big old coming she dick. She looks like just, she's been sweating. Oh, she's just like, he could just keep going for an hour, and this is my Gatorade. <laughs> like, she's there for the love of the sport. And then on the looks back, like it's the just nothing but different colored cocks and different colored chicks. And that's really what I like in my porn. Interracial mixtures. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm that kind of guy. Um, and then this is the one that didn't work and I was a little upset. Oops, I spilled. And it's like two chicks on the front with one dude that's like, what's going on here? And the fucking back is them like oil playing. And it's like actually HD looking because all the other ones are old as fuck like they're on VHS. And this one looks HD as fuck like they're into oil shit. I mean, it's fucking hilarious looking. And like, it didn't work. This was made sad. in 2001. VHS converted. <laughs> 2007. Blast for me! 2005. People were fucking when you were a kid. No shit. 
That's funny to think about. Uh, I'm safe <laughs> for this one. She said, no shit. How about you fucking bite me, madam? You fucking bit me the other day. It. And there's a mark on my goddamn arm. Well, Some girlfriends were... leave kisses. Addie leaves fucking bite marks. And yeah, I don't know how to... She's like I don't a know goddamn you. rabbit. Bye. I bit her back today. Finally, I was like, come here. <laughs> well, because no. he was trying to... Fuck with me. I just, <laughs> First you of all, are man. the only dude I've ever heard complain about a kinky bitch. What's your problem? So I'm she not... bit you. No, no, no. You get no sense. There's the difference between a kinky nibble and a fucking... <laughs> like a fucking like, I'm going to eat. I'm going to take some flesh. I think I she did. felt like she was going to take it away. Like she was going to eat it and come back for a second helping. She Did's had the veracity. Of... I don't know. <laughs> I... It wasn't even in a sexual time. I, I didn't think know what you were doing. I think too. I, I like, like, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm dating a dog, but I love her. Your fucking dog, your fucking dog, Deandra. She looks. She's like, I'll get you. I'll get you. You'll get yours, sir. Wait till you turn that. Wait till you turn that mic off and out. Oh my god, you're gonna walk into so many goddamn doorknobs. <laughs> Mom, no. <laughs> That's what I fear at night. Just so everybody at home knows. Um, you scared the fuck out of me one morning. I thought I was gonna punch you. Well, when you stay over on the weekends, I like to surprise you and like wake up early. So like, he she just wakes me up. She's like, she's like, like, like I just wake up early. I'm like, all right, cool. I trust Abby with all my shit. So I just got to the, like my living room, chill for a little bit, come in, and I'm just like, all right, how do I wake Abby up? I just give her like a big, quick kiss on the forehead. She's like, oh! like she's like been revived. Like her soul has re-entered a corpse. Like Incian Fonto. Like a light comes it's down, and she's like, oh, oh, what's happening? What year is it? How much time has passed? I had sleep paralysis the last time I spent the night. I, I remember you were asleep, but I was like, huh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, trying like to a goddamn mummy. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> lobster. I was trying to tap you by good moves. So I was like, no one taps me. Look, if you love your woman, you'll let her sleep, you'll keep her fed, and you'll keep you her You know what? I told this story a minute. I, I love Abby so much. You know what I did for her? Like, recently, or not recently, like, in the recently time of, like, her being alive in yeah. terms of, like, I guess over 21 Jesus years now. Right. Fucking, when you moved up to f fucking Ohio and you visited, like, the first weekend when she moved in with her dad from Florida, fucking, her fucking period... Oh, was that God. Night? Yeah, fuck you. I remember that. And I don't even know what the fuck happened. My and I'm just sitting there watching stuff, and she's like, Brighton? And I look back, and she's just like, Google-eyed. And I'm like, what? She goes, huh. I don't know how to say this to like not freak you out, but like I can't see anything. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I am blind right now. I'm like, okay. Bitch, what? I'm like, do you want some water? Do you want to lay down? She goes, normally I would just go to bed. But my cup's full. And at oh. that moment, I hadn't really, like, known, known what she was talking about, so I was like, cool, man, just, like, whatever you're drinking, I'll fucking dump it out. And she's like, no, 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 no. This, this silicon, almost shot glass of fucking rubber that I shove up my hoo-ha to catch blood is full, and I need you to empty it. And I'm like, oh. And she's like, right now. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so I get up, and I fucking help her to my bathroom. And I get there, and she, she's like, I can take it out. And she's, like, fucking blind, but she's, like, feeling herself to, like, get the map. <laughs> and she fucking, and it's, like, full. And she goes to dump it, but she's not even above the toilet. I'm like, wait! And she's like, what? And I grab her arm, and I have to move her a lot. And I'm like, all right, now, you're above the toilet. And she goes, oh, thank you. Because if I would have had to spill, like, her Oops, period blood and then clean it up because she's blind, I can't even ask her to be like, 
Oh, I'm uncomfortable with blood. Can you clean up? The bitch is blind. I have to clean it up. You know what I mean? I spread Why it. didn't you just put her in the shower? I don't want to treat her like a dog. Be like, get in there! You're dirty. Yeah, you fucking unclean. You, this is where you sleep. I feel like that would have been like the safest option. I think no, I had already taken I gave her some shower. water. I cleaned her up and I fucking recuddled. Like a good boyfriend should. Now working with vision. Yeah, she could see. I was like, oh, it's that high. But I told that I told that story to fucking Dirty Fuss Abandoner I interviewed. But like, I thought you'd like that appreciation of like, I'm there for the females. I'm there. I, haven't lost, I get it. I haven't lost my vision in a while. Yeah, since, since then I, I don't really think you've ever had an episode. I think it was like low blood sugar and like a lot of like I don't even know. This is a mix of different things. It don't even matter. Um, have you ever had like any physical? Attributes go wrong like that? Like, have you ever lost your vision at one point? Like, hearing for a prime period? Um, no, I'm already deaf in one ear. I cut <laughs> off my ear as a kid. It shattered my eardrum. Oh my god. So, I don't I don't have great hearing in one ear. Um, so, can't get any worse. You cut off your whole ear? Yeah. Is that a fake ear? No, it's... it's they, they reattached they it. Oh. it. Fucking hurt, let me tell I was you. like, did they grow a new ear? <laughs> or did they say... I guess I didn't even think they could save it. That's crazy. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I like, I... Nobody up, can tell if that makes you feel better. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they screwed up <laughs> the right way. The go. right one on the right side. I don't think they could really fuck it up. That's funny as fuck. How, can, how young were you? Where were you? Why did you cut your ear off? I didn't purposefully cut it Angelina? off. Okay, so do you remember those, like, old canopy beds that, like, little girls had that had the blanket tied across all four corners so it looked like a giant princess thing? Oh, like the bed, like, a French girl would have. She yeah. She would smoke opium with you and then bang you for, like, five cents in France. The ones in the movies, yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I we had one of those, but the old style frame to connect two of the poles was this, like, razor edge that was, like sheet metal oh god and so you're supposed to put a cover over it and we had just moved into this new house that my parents had built when i was five yeah and so didn't i was, have a, didn't have a cover it didn't have a cover yet they just put it in the room my mom was getting annoyed with me she was like go look at your shit and i was like cool cool so i ran in and i got so excited i tripped over my own feet and i turned my head and it sliced off like half my cheek my whole ear and some of my back of my hair Jesus Christ. So, and then I, uh, I shattered my eardrum after that. Um. Oh my God. So, I don't hear very well out of that ear. Do you so. think that's, you could use that in an advantage? If you don't want to talk to somebody, you could just, like, rotate right here. Oh, I what? speak sign language, so, like, I'll just pretend to people I'm fully deaf. So does Abby. <laughs> I remember at New Year's, we were at a bar, and this, like, older black dude, like, didn't really, was, like, talking to anybody, but he was trying to, like, interact. And, like, he was trying to sign, and only really Abby noticed. So she was like, Whoa. And he was like, oh, yeah. And, like, he bought her a drink, and it was funny as fuck. And I tipped my hat to him. Did not have, I don't know, I might have had a hat on. It doesn't matter. The metaphor's there. Um, <laughs> and, like, it was just nice to have that interaction of, like, oh, somebody that I can communicate with. And that's what I also like being with Abby. Um, she stepped out for the minute, so I'm being sweet, ladies and gentlemen of America. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it's it's a chance to, like, see somebody else interact in the world that I can't and that makes me happy because I'm like oh with being with her allows me to access these people of the world like conversations I would have no chance in having yeah because she can speak German I can't she fucking knows sign I don't like you know what I mean like it's more stuff to access and fucking because I think I, I think I'm funny by just anything like I think I can be physically amusing if need be because the best comics can 
And I think if I could just, I mean, she could be my interpreter. <laughs> we going to set you up a video camera in here. Yeah. <laughs> Start broadcasting other places. A lot of people say, like, we should have video on the show. And I was like, well, I'm definitely at least not going to have video until after the stripper show. Because I don't want you to know what the stripper looks like. Because fuck you. Dude, because I don't Because it's a, a radio show. No, it's not even that to protect. It's not even, don't even get humble. It's not to protect you. I'm just not going to give them what they want. Because this is disappointing. Damn. <laughs> it's a good thing, though, because... I decided to look the like shit today. I was like, radio show, can't see my face, fuck you. <laughs> not all strippers are hot all the time. Dude. So tell me about what happened before you did the show. Because you were almost not here, I think. Like, you said you broke down. <laughs> so, like, I'm no, I don't always work on, like, cars. I don't always work on, like, Lambos or Ferraris or, like, other Maseratis and different things. I'll start working on bikes. Um, I've been doing that since I was, like, 16. Um, I got my first Suzuki, and then I got my second Suzuki at 18, and so I just started familiarizing myself with bikes, and eventually I was fixing friends, and so on and so forth. My mom taught me how to ride, and her rule was never let a man touch your bike. It was a pride thing, because she oh. grew up in a very sexist generation where they didn't want her riding. Women riding. Yeah. So my mom taught me a lot That's of what a I nice know. value to teach, of like, this is your bike and not anybody else's. Oh, yeah. So yeah, then I started cool. fixing all the guys. <laughs> but, so I work on, um, today I was working on a Ducati. I got a Ducati a few days ago, and um, my boss got one, and a few other people had recently been buying bikes. Bike season's coming back. Because of the quarantine stuff, people are selling them for stupid cheap. Like, I bought a, I think it's like a 2012, 20,000-mile Ducati Panigale right. for five to six grand, somewhere in there. Oof. So, like, the thing is, is, like, they're stupid cheap right now. That's originally <laughs> a $12,000 bike. So, I was working on them today, and I thought I had basically fixed the problem. After 15,000 miles, you got to start changing out pieces and parts, specifically on the series before the Pentagali, and um, it was the timing belt. I thought I'd fixed it, and I went for a thing, and I, yeah, no. I almost blew up the whole fucking bike, so it basically stranded (laughs) me in the middle of fucking nowhere, and so I had to call somebody to come and get me (laughs) and the fucking bike, because I was like, I didn't fix it. Right, right, you're like, I just, uh, it didn't work. And sometimes it's trial and error, sometimes you look up videos, sometimes you gotta learn new things. It's a bike I'd personally never worked on before. Yeah, it's new territory for It's you, new territory. So I fixed one, and I was like, this is great. I tried to transfer it over to, from what I knew to a different bike, and it did not work. And it straighted me in the middle of fucking nowhere, so I was like, this is this is great. God damn it. <laughs> on the test drive. So. And I, I literally thought, I was like, damn, what if like the show's a curse? And she's like, I tried to come. And it's like, it's just ruined my life even trying to get there. I don't even know if I should do it at this point. This point, fuck it, I'm walking. Fuck the show. <laughs> no, don't. Just stay away. <laughs> um, damn. Well, I'm glad you came and did the show. I'm glad you took the time to, like, Me too. Drive. I told you I was going to meet Abby Hell or High Water. Is there anything you want to ask me since the time? My hair grew since you've last seen me. It's been um, I can't believe it. It looks so good, though. It fits you. It fits you really well. But you do look like a completely different person than when I knew you, like, three years ago. I'm trying. I'm going for homeless Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was a good uh, good show. I, I think so. I, I think uh, if you want to plug something, you can. But I don't know who will hear it. <laughs> uh, if you want to plug, like, anything you like to, like, socialize, like a certain Instagram or Twitter or something that you want to sell on or some bullshit like that. I don't personally have my fans only pages. I don't I don't have any of those, but right. I've got like a regular Instagram. People know I dance. I'm not ashamed of it. It's not like posted all over social media. 
for the fact of, like, I've got little cousins and, like, little siblings I don't want looking up and thinking yeah. that this is something I want to, like, openly show. Yeah, so I, like, I keep my stuff off there, but my normal page is angel underscore underscore carpenter, and that's my Instagram, so okay. I'm definitely not afraid of that. I, like, do you think it's something specifically that you're more scared of showing, like, family because it's something you don't want the kids to know, or is it something that, like, you want, like, older people to know? It's something that... Like, whose opinion do you care more about keeping sheltered? It's not necessarily an opinion. It's the fact that, like, I grew up in a very Catholic, Italian kind of religious family, and so they're very big on, like, if they don't like what you do, they will disown you. And by that, I mean, like, they won't talk to you anymore. We have an uncle that we just don't speak to. People got mad at him for the decisions he chose in life, and they cut him off. And so I don't tell people just because I don't want to cause the turmoil in my family, because it's not worth. My job will never be worth my family. Right. So, but I just don't, I'd rather not give myself the ultimatum. I need my job to pay for college. This is not because I wanted to be adventurous or because I decided, you know, fuck it, I'm going to be a dancer. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to have a job. This is because I don't, I can't afford college any other way. So it's just not worth causing the turmoil and having to make that decision and not having to go to school because I chose family so I just it's not little people it's not old people it's just a family whole yeah it's a whole family in a general. side of life that you'd rather keep private-ish ish because I, I guess some people like cool cousins you're like whatever you know because some people you don't give a shit about certain things yeah like, like they know like my cousins know and they're never gonna rat me out we all hide things from each other <laughs> Like, but I know that, like, it's not something I would want to publicly just, show I guess it's just something like, doesn't it suck you have to keep stuff like that from family? Because I get it for some reason, but, like, Jesus Christ. Wouldn't it be just easier to tell everybody the truth all the time? Be like, here's what I'm doing, here's where I'm at. Because you matter, so I'm going to tell you the truth in case something happens. No, so, like, my mom was supposed to have an arranged marriage. I was supposed to have an arranged marriage. I almost got disowned for choosing college. Like, in my family, they are from, my grandparents are from Italy, and they are a very Gangsters. old, yeah, very old Fucking monsters. <laughs> yeah, so they just, they don't, they don't believe in certain things, and so, like, the people, like, my cousins who have lived it's in fucking America, bonkers. Yeah. So it's, it's a whole, it's a whole nother world. It's a whole nother side that a lot of people don't know exist for me. And so I choose to not give my family that turmoil and those problems because I know that my cousins support me. I know that my sister supports me. She does it with me, but I know that our grandparents would have a huge dilemma with it and having the two kind of feuding back and forth. Button heads is not worth it. Yeah. It's just not worth it. So I don't mind hiding it for the sake of not wanting to argue. It's just a piece of it's like you do well at something, you make a lot of money from it, and then when parents are like, how do you do these things and all this stuff, you have to run around, say things, and like, wouldn't it be just nicer to be so on the table and be like, and because of this, now I can, you know, now that you know, I can, we can go out to lunch more, and we can fucking, maybe I can get you something sometime. Nope, not me, I keep my money myself. <laughs> well, I like, I work on, I work on Lambos for a living, like, my parents think that it's an all-time paying job that just supports my entire life, but in reality, there's it's nothing. It's a good title. Like, yeah. I work, uh, you know, Lambos, fucking just the champagne of cars, I guess, or whatever. It's, it's not great, but it's a nice fucking title. I do more of the pretty stuff. I like more stuff like that. But the thing is, is that it doesn't pay for sixty thousand dollars a year worth of fucking college shit. I don't get any student loans because my family does. I have four parents, so they right. make enough money that they expect them to support me, and that's just not how it works. So 
I have to figure out a way to pay it myself every year. I have to meet a certain deadline and there's no other job that can help sustain my everyday life and college. Yeah. It just won't happen. I need to make a certain amount every single week. And that's what sucks. I was like, certain people can flourish at certain things that I think it's just like, you don't want to be weird or you don't want to seem like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, I think some people are good at streams and games and stuff, but they don't want to be outcasts as like the nerd of the family. Yeah. Some people are good at stripping, but they don't want to be looked at as the slut. But like, and secretly, America, some girls like the title. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> this is dangerous waters. But like, I don't know. I guess I don't know where the rants are going. Listen, enjoy the last culture shock. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you came out all this way, and I'm glad uh, maybe one day you can come back and you can bring another guest, someone you meet in the future, maybe a, a future boyfriend, and you're like, this is the man's. Because, te- I mean, are you, are you single now? Yeah. Okay. I mean, just, I, after three years of... This is not going to come out for a long time, so, no. like, it doesn't oh, really well, matter. Oh, no, no, definitely. Like, I just... <laughs> I got out of a three-year relationship in December, so, like, I don't talk to him anymore, so I'm single, but, like, I'm definitely not ready for But people. it would be nice to see, you know, you yeah. come back, bring the man, then it's me and Abby here with you, and then we can do a fucking, like, four-person episode. Because I've only done, I think the biggest episode we've done in five, I think I've had five people in one episode, is when I did me, technically six, but they weren't all there at once, and it was the two nurses, the old dude... Technically six. I'm killing it out here with numbers. Abby's just smiling. Listen, this is the Disappointing Radio Show. Enjoy your last fucking culture shock. I hope you like the ramblings. And I was trying to prove that there's more to a person than how they can move on a pole. They have opinions. And I think we've taught you that today. And like a weird Mr. Rogers ending, maybe you should treat people like people. Enjoy the music. Goodbye. (laughs) Second to last culture shock today. Uh, I think it also encapsulates in a serious manner of a serious gangster rap performer how you can talk about sex and fucking and it be interesting and cool to listen to and uh, who am i kidding sex is awesome and i don't know why i'm trying to make it out like it's trying to not be everybody loves sex everybody loves to come so in the spirit of that nigga i'm just playing and i'm just saying that this is just playing dreams off the 2005 remaster version of the notorious big also known as biggie smalls also known as probably one of the best gangster rappers to ever fucking exist so angelina Abby, if you're listening by this point, enjoy this song. It'll be the second to last, and we'll be back after this. As I sit back, relax, steam a blunt, sip a vex. Think about the sexy singers that I want to sex. I'll probably go to jail for fucking Patty LaBelle. Ooh, Regina Bell, she probably do me swell. Jasmine Guy was fly, Mariah Carey's kind of scary. Wait a minute, what about my honey Mary? Them jeans, they fitting like a glove. I had a crush on you since real love, huh? Hold your horses, I'ma show you who the boss of intercourse is Sex, I'm taking no losses Even groups like SWV and TLC Can't see B.I.G. with telepathy The recipe, a picture hardcore with the gun Tripping ain't easy, but it show is fun When I bust my nuts, I bust them one by one So what's the 411, huh? Dreams are fucking the only bitch I'm just playing Six to 69, try 68, make Raven some more, call date break. Only cause a 
I'm paid, I'm fucking all the day. Gave my DJs your name, he like it when they say Everybody, move your body Got Whitney Houston boosted from Bobby As I bust the cherry, your mama couldn't carry Back shots to Shaka, I know that pussy hairy Sade, ooh, I know that pussy tight Smack Tina Turner, give her flashbacks to Ike Smoke a stone, fucking in bold because it's Florida Jimmy Hats for Patra, I'm using all of them What about Tony Braxton? If that bitch give me action, guaranteed satisfaction Smalls, I think you should too. If you don't, you have a fucking issue internally. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, listen, I'm playing this song as a message to Angelina to come back on the show. I'm playing this song because me and Abby have slow danced to it in tears in my room alone because sometimes you need nice little romantic moments to remind each other you love each other. So please enjoy. Yes, it's a country song, and yes, we follow rap with country on this show. Why? Because we are hella disappointment. And also, as Charlie said in... Uh, you know, Sonny, I'm going to start saying hella again. I feel like hella came and went. It was too quick, and we should give it its due. <laughs> so please enjoy the hella fuck shit, tits, piss, cock shit, motherfucker, and every else in between out of south of Cincinnati, Dwight Yoakam. Please enjoy. And Angelina, if you're ever listening to this, please come back south of Cincinnati to, uh, you know, me and Abby. Come hang out. Or it's north, or it's east, or it's west. Hey, it's around Cincinnati. Hey, we'll fuck off. Come back to us and enjoy. If you ever get south of Cincinnati, down where the dogwood trees grow. If you ever get south of Mason Dixon to the home you left so long ago. If you ever get south of the Ohio River Down where Dixieland begins If you ever get south of Cincinnati I'll be yours again She pulled the letter from the pages Bible and a rose pressed inside the book of Luke. For 14 years she'd write each day but keep it hidden. Refused to even speak his name but still she wrote. If you ever get south of Cincinnati Dixon is a home you left 
If you ever get sad 